Greetings from Soundography, a crash course in music, one band at a time. I'm Brian Ibbett. And I am Hammond Chamberlain. The ruler, Hammond Chamberlain. <laughs> uh, we're, we're rapping uh, this time around. We're back into our uh, rap episode for the season. <laughs> we are the greatest show. Oh, the greatest entertainer. Oh, there Isn't you the, go. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. The Close world's enough. greatest entertainer. There it is. There we go. There it is. The Adventures yeah, we, of Hammond uh, Chamberlain and Brian Ibbett. If uh, if those aren't enough clues for you as to who we're talking about, we uh, got into the music of Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick this week. A lot to listen to, and and but individually, you know, you can't really do one without the other because their biggest song is a collaboration. Each of their biggest songs is a collaboration. And the two have worked together for such a long time, they're almost synonymous. It's almost like separating, oh, who's another good example where it's like... Paul Stanley uh, from Gene Simmons. Well, okay. I mean, those two are in a band together. Uh, thinking of like two solo artists. Uh, um, Don Henley and Glenn Fry. Again, they were in a band together. So, well, this, they, ones that were in a band together. Okay, but these guys were in a band. They started, They were in the Get Fresh crew together. And oh, then you're right. Yeah, you know what? Good point. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that because I see like all their stuff that I listened to was all solo stuff. Oh, okay. Um, well, the Get Fresh Crew, uh, it says right there at the, at the beginning. That, that, uh, that first album, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, and I did listen to that first album. So, uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, yes, my Glenn Fry, Glenn, uh, Don Henley. Not too far off. No. It, still, still, yeah, because they've both released solo albums. Oh, man, it's... There's, I'm sure there's a better comparison of like two people you know better as solo artists than as being from a group. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, all the, like, all, every, anybody in the Traveling Wilburys then? Is that what you want? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thinking of like, you know, if Santana and Rob Thomas, like if you always associated those two together, even though they only did one really popular song together, but, but something like that where it's, It'd almost be better like with a movie comparison like uh, Wes Anderson and Bill Murray. Okay. All right. Where, whereas, you know, all right, those two do different things, but they're always, you know, they seem to be working together frequently. Rob and Schneider and about Rob Schneider and uh, um, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. <laughs> that's, that's a great example. Yes. <laughs> And I'd, and I'd hate to know which between uh, Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh is the Rob Schneider. I don't, I don't, need, I don't need people being mad if I do that. <laughs> no, but that's, that's, that's what I mean. Like, all right, you talk about one, you're probably going to be talking about the other. All right. That's fine. So. Yeah. <laughs> Your point is clearly made. Yeah. Oh, yes, clearly. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into this. First, uh, Dougie Fresh. Douglas Davis was born in 1966 in Barbados, but he was raised in Harlem. Over there on the other side, Slick Rick, Richard Martin Lloyd Walters, was born in 1965. And of course, we know him better as Slick Rick. So Slick Rick was blinded by broken glass when he was a baby. So that's why he's got the eye patch. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Okay. Doug and, and Rick met at a talent showcase in 1984. Uh, he started with a team of DJs called the Get Fresh Crew. We mentioned them just a minute ago. This included MC Ricky D, who became Slick Rick later. Rick would be called Hip Hop's Greatest Storyteller by many. Yeah. Yeah. By me too. I yeah. think he's, uh, I love his, his, I love rap songs that spin a yarn. Yeah. Like that's probably a phrase that has never, ever been spoken before. <laughs> combining the old timeliness of spinning a yarn and hip hop. But 
There is but, something, uh, there is something to that early days of rap because they yeah. were, I mean, initially they were like doing nursery rhymes over beats and then For it was sure. basically telling people about their day. So it was all about yeah. telling a story. Yeah. I mean, you be illin by run DMC tells like these three distinct stories that end with you be illin yeah. and uh, Stan by uh, Eminem. Great example of a kind of a storytelling. You get the whole narrative mm-hmm. as horrible as it is. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the storytelling in rap and, and uh, you put one of those in front of me, uh, young MC. Oh yeah. You know, uh, principal's yeah, office. Best move. In principal's yeah, office. Exactly. That, that too, right. Early singles included The Show, which used the Inspector Gadget theme. Da, 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 and la di da Don't come out right and say right. They never write. That's not polite. Am I lying? No, you're quite right. Well, tonight, on this very mic, you're about to hear, we swear, the best star rappers of the year. So, so, cheerio, yell, scream, bravo. Also, if you didn't know, this is called The Show. MC Ricky D was backed by Dougie Fresh Beatboxing. And these two singles launched Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh into stardom. The show reached number seven in the UK in the late, in the late 1985. I think this is where I'll, I'll jump in and say, I had been super excited about this week because of those two songs. Like, yeah. I thought <laughs> everything was going to be like this. Right. Or even if like half of it's going to be like yes. this or a quarter of it's going to be like yeah. this. Yeah. But those two songs almost are the anomaly. They are the standout tracks for sure. There's some, you know, don't get us wrong. There's some, a lot of great stuff sprinkled throughout that we will talk about that we will get to. But yeah, I was excited about this too. And then, and then it felt a little long and felt a little like, all right, I've heard this kind of thing before. Do we have something different? I will say that I, I definitely enjoyed the Slick Rick stuff more than the Dougie Fresh solo stuff. I, I also think though that early 80s rap or early rap, in general, was still finding mm-hmm. its way. So the variety yeah. wasn't as great in right. breakbeats they were using and, and how they were presenting things. The variety just hadn't expanded wide enough to open the doors yet. I mean, we hadn't had, when when 86, they were right there on the cusp of it. I mean, we were hadn't had the Beastie Boys' first albums yet. We hadn't had, mm-hmm. you know, Raising Hell with Run DMC. We haven't had some of those things happen that kind of changed how people viewed rap and how it was presented at, at large. The rap and hip hop, it feels more like like a constantly changing, like a moving target, basically, where you don't have, as far as I know, you don't have musicians doing rap and hip hop like this anymore. It's kind of all shifted to being more like the, the stuff that uh, Chance the Rapper and Kendrick mm-hmm. Lamar and even Kanye are doing. Whereas... You know, you could argue that rock and roll, you've got all these new sounds, but then you still have bands like Greta Van Fleet who are keeping that sound alive. Mm -hmm. And people, uh, the 1985 or The National, who are keeping the sound of rock in the 80s alive and and glam. Yeah, even as funny as it sounds, uh, Steel Panther is keeping certain things alive just by being alive, by being them. Hair metal, by being them. Yeah, hair metal definitely being kept alive in more of an honest way. The darkness, same kind of thing, Uh right? Killers and the hives and the vines. But I feel like, like rap evolves while rock expands, maybe? Yeah, because I don't think any of the things, any of the breakbeats that would be used, like the stuff from Belle Biv DeVoe, those, the Mm -hmm. poison, that the backbeat for that, that backbeat for that probably could never be used today without people laughing. Right, yeah, yeah, it's totally true. So 
you know, just an observation that came up this week while I was listening to all this stuff and while we were listening to all this stuff. Uh, Get Fresh crew, Slick Rick left and signed with Def Jam. Dougie Fresh and the Get Fresh crew continued on. I I guess there was a falling out between the two of them uh, years ago, and I don't know all the details of it, but there I guess there was kind of a falling out. And really, yeah, okay. there's an interview. I didn't get a chance to listen to all of it on YouTube where Dougie Fresh is talking about the the falling out, and it sounds like it was kind of a big deal for them. And I don't know. Well, yeah. So so they haven't worked together from all the way back until 1995 after this like yeah. this, this split in 1984 or 85 okay so 10 years this this uh, rift between them crazy all right 1986 they uh Dougie Fresh released the album oh my god and uh, all the way to heaven was released as a single from this album And that that sample, oh my God, that thing, that ruled the 80s. It did. That was used everywhere. There were a few sounds, there were quite a few sounds in hip hop that were used like a lot. Yeah. And that was one of them. Uh, 1988, uh, World's Greatest Entertainer was released. Keep Rising to the Top was released. It took samples from Kenny Burke's Rising to the Top and Heat Waves Ain't Not Half Steppin'. I see girls having a good time. I might say a rhyme, old school, new school, no school rule. But other than that, everything is cool. I see guys and girls dancing, doing the new dances. That's a hit while I'm over here romancing. You ain't shit, it's no need to curse. Ask me who she is and let me tell you first. Slow down, be cool. In 1988, Slick Rick released The Greatest Adventures of Slick Rick. This is one of the few albums to get a perfect sco- uh, perfect score from the Source magazine. Okay, so there's a song on that album called "Lick the Balls." <laughs> yes, and it as soon as I heard it, I couldn't help but think of the movie CB4 and uh, Chris Rock's song "Sweat from the Balls." <laughs> I'm trying to earn a mere buck or two A silent rapper come in And who do for you Around this part of town with diamonds and your girl and fuck I'm trying to enter There's some stuff There's some really interesting stuff on those albums There's a song on there called Indian Girl on that first album. And uh, that would not be looked as fondly no. uh, today. I will as say it was some today. of this early stuff did not age well in a in a yeah. in an enlightened America. Yeah, really did that. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Uh, in 2012, that album was listed as number 99 on the best albums of the 80s, also by Source Magazine. Uh, Teenage Love, Children's Story, and Hey Young World were all released as singles. Y'all tucked in? Here we go. Once upon a time, not long ago, when people wore pajamas and lived life slow, where laws were stern and justice stood, and people were behaving like they ought to good, there lived a little boy who was misled by another little boy, and this is what he said. In 1991, Rick followed that up with The Ruler's Back. This one had substantial chart success peaking at number 29. I Shouldn't Have Done It was released as a single and reached number two on the Hot Rap Singles charts. Love it up, me. Uh-huh. 
Well, I'ma tell you a story and I come out bluntly. Born an ugly child, ain't nobody would want me. I used to walk around and get upset and upset her. Till I figured out ways to make myself look better. As I got older, my awareness expanded. I meant to Dale Mills recorded in three weeks while Rick was out on bail before starting a prison sentence that would end in 1997, seven years, six years later. Yeah, so he pled guilty to two counts of attempted murder and other charges, including assault, use of a firearm, criminal possession of a weapon. Uh, the rapper called it an act of self-defense. He spent five years in prison, two for the, the, the secondary attempted murder, and then received uh, other charges from their, the shooting and three for struggling with the immigration and naturalization services over his residency in the U.S. Yeah, I don't know if we mentioned he was born in the U.K. I mean, obviously you hear it in his voice, the mm-hmm. British accent, but uh, crazy that, you know, <laughs> recording one album while you're out on bail. And then he's released some other albums while he's behind bars. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> in 1992, Dougie Fresh released Doing What I Gotta Do. This was released on MC Hammer's label. It was considered a failure, even though Bustin' Out did see some chart success. Well, this was, what was this, right after MC Hammer had it big with Can't Touch This? So it was right before the Hammer bubble popped. It was, yes. While while Hammer still had his money and before he went bankrupt. (laughs) It was, it was between, it was between the two legit to quit and... Yes, Can't touch this. Right. Yeah, okay. 1993 saw Doug release just one signal, a single, with three songs, All Right, Bounce, and Freaks. was a surprise hit in the clubs. It was entirely beatboxed by Doug and vocals were by Vicious. Meanwhile, back in prison, Slick Rick in 1994 released the album Behind Bars. So, so apropos. Uh, (laughs) It peaked at number 51 on the Billboard 200 and 11 on the rap and hip-hop charts. Behind Bars and Sitting in My Car were released as singles. The album was recorded in 1993 while Rick was on work release from prison. You got me About to switch all that because my girl be trying to play me like the bitch all that. Should cloud the daughter for acting out of order to impress a girl. You know, I thought when I wrote that down when I was doing the the research, it dawned on me yeah. that like if you have a job and you get work release, you go to yeah. your job. And if your job yeah. happens to be a musician or a rapper or performer, you go out mm-hmm. and do your job. So it makes total sense why this happened, even though the sentence itself is kind of odd. For sure. (laughs) I'm trying to think, has anyone ever released an album like on work release from prison? (laughs) That's the only one that we could think of. I know Johnny Cash was in jail for a short bit, but that was... But that was in between albums, wasn't it? That was in between albums, yeah. Like, I think he scribbled the lyrics for Folsom while he was there, but I don't think it was recorded until he got out. It was just... Right. And it was always just jail. It never was prison like uh, like Slick Rick. So 
Johnny Cash was arrested seven times, each time spent a night in jail, but never served a full prison sentence. Because he's the man uh, in black, that's why. That's what you get when you shoot a man in Reno, just to watch him die. Uh, 1995 saw Doug and Slick Rick reunite for a single called Play, and uh, Play was certified gold. In 1999, Rick released the album The Art of Storytelling. Again, you know, he, he's right on, he hits the nail on the head with his albums. This was his highest charting album, reaching number eight on the Billboard 200s. It was certified gold just a month after it was released, which is pretty a pretty big deal. That is. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, especially for someone, you know, whose biggest hit was was a decade earlier. Uh, Street Talking was released as a single. Snake breaking out gases on this jam. Blood kick diamond on a two-two grand. Trying to help raise our youth to man. Skip the rule of Rick. His face to slam. Help clean up this land. The reputation of this man. In 2007, Doug performed with Blake Lewis on American Idol, doing a version of the show. It was the first ever hip-hop performance on American Idol. And I totally remember that happening. I do too, yeah. Uh, that's back when we were watching American Idol. <laughs> Twenty-seven saw Doug join the Cali Swag District. They released uh, "Teach Me How to Dance, Dougie." I remember that. In the summer of 2010, "Teach Me How to Dance" was performed at the BET Awards pre-show. He also appeared at the Soul Train Awards, where he taught Wolf Blitzer the Dougie. <laughs> Uh, you can you can actually see the shark getting jumped. Well, right and, and now I was thinking it's funny because I'm sure that clip's on YouTube somewhere, and I wish this was a video show so we could put it oh, on while we were talking about it. it. In 2013, he started hosting a classic hip hop show on New York radio. That ended a few years later in 2016, and in November of 2018, Slick Rick released "Snakes of the World Today" as a single. <laughs> And in 2020, Rick was featured on West Side Sun's album, Who Made the Sunshine? Dougie Fresh still makes guest appearances on other people's songs and was seen on releases in 2019 and 2020. Hammond, tell me some statistics and general notes about uh, Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick. So Slick Rick was honored by the VH1 Rap Honors in 2008. And uh, on a personal note, I will say I cannot listen to Inspector Gadget or watch it without saying six minutes, Dougie Fresh, six minutes, Dougie Fresh, six minutes, Dougie Fresh, <laughs> you're on, you're, you're, you're on. That's funny. Yeah. That was, a, that was a show that landed right between... You know, me wanting to watch it and Tristan wanting to watch it. Like he was too young for it and and I was too old for it. So uh, as much as I like Don Adams and I love Get Smart, which it's absolutely like the 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 next generations Get Smart. Um, I never never got into I, it. it. I kind of fell in the same place. But for whatever reason, I was hanging out at a friend's house who had kids who watched it. Yeah. So I know all the things about Penny. You'd hear it a lot. Yeah. yeah, I know all the things. Penny's a smart one. The dog's actually smarter than she is. Inspector Gadget himself is kind of a bumbling idiot who kind of falls yeah. ass backwards into solving things. Uh, sure. The Blofeld character that kind of runs the bad people claw is he's 
Blofeld with the claw. And do you ever see him? Like, is he is he always in shadows and stuff? I could never. T- I couldn't tell you that. I don't okay. know. Okay, I'm just trying to remember. I was like, there there are a few things that I remember, and I I that's one of the like the uh, is that, I can't remember. <laughs> I was busy playing Legos while it was on somewhere in the background. <laughs> cool. Very cool. So, yeah, there's that. And then I did not watch the uh, Ferris Bueller Inspector Gadget films. Oh, yeah, right. The uh, the movies. No, I, I didn't either. Films Feels like Film Sack. Might why, why, I know. Why haven't I seen any of that for Film Sack? That seems like a, a lock. Yeah, that seems like a total given, at least for the first one. Yeah, right. All right. Well, I'm going to put it to the guys. Maybe I'll just sneak it on there myself. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, let's say you get to see Slick Rick or Dougie Fresh in concert, maybe both of them. What is going to be their Stairway to Heaven song, either individually or together? Okay. I only have the two choices and I don't know which one to land on. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's going to be the show, but Lottie Dottie was also huge. Yeah. I I mean, it feels like for me, just coming into this, it feels like... uh, uh, Lottie Dottie, but uh, I don't know. Uh, so I'm pulling up both of them. Oh, and I thought I was pulling up both of them. Hold on a second. There's only three songs listed for Dougie Fresh. Okay, so it's gonna be the show, Lottie Dottie, and something else, and all the way to heaven. Okay, yeah, in, in that in that order exactly. There's a lot of a lot of concerts shown on here. In 2011, he did 21 shows, but there's only three like. There's only three performances listed on here, three uh, three tracks. If we look at Slick Rick, a lot longer list, still only about 26, 27 songs, but it's the reverse. It's Lottie Dottie, <laughs> Children's Story, Mona, Mona Lisa, Hey Young World, Lick the Balls, Teenage Love, The Show, Street Talk, and The Moment I Feared, and The Ruler's Back. Okay, so um, what I'll do is I'll put yeah. Lottie Dottie here. For all of y'all, keeping y'all in help Just to see you smile and enjoy yourself Cause it's cool when you cause a cozy condition And uh, that we create, cause that's our mission So listen uh, to what we say Because this type of shit, it happens every day I woke up around 10 o'clock in the morning I gave myself a stretch Yeah, morning, because morning. it made it in the For top five rich. It made it in the top For five both in, yes. in both lists So Yep the show, the show will have played earlier on in the episode. Now. <laughs> That's right, and uh, no, obviously uh, the show and Lottie Dottie on both lists, but all the way to heaven only on the uh, on Dougie Fresh's yeah. list. So, which makes sense. Yep. All right, <laughs> it's a confusing one, Hammond. Yeah, I know. All right, so uh, let's get to our covers. These are covers we would like to hear. Uh, these performers play and I'm going to, I'm really just going to focus on Slick Rick's music because there was more of it this week and I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed the, the Dougie Fresh stuff. And so it kind of leaned into it when I was thinking of like, all right, who would I want them to cover? Uh, my pick is 99 Luftballoons. Yes. The German song from the eighties by Nina. Now this is why it's a storytelling song. Perfect for Slick Rick. And the lyrics are kind of rapid fire. Like if you look at the the lyrics, and and I would be fine if you know if he did the the American version. By the way, only two words, uh, exactly the same in the German version. Captain Kirk. American version. Yeah, have I already told you this? No, this I, trivia? I, I'm not oh. dumb. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Jeez. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, uh, you know, so 
so let's say he does, I'd say maybe the, uh, does the American version. I'm pulling up those. That's funny. There's, there we go. So it'd be like, you and I in a little toy shop by a bag of balloons with the money we got. I'm doing a horrible slick <laughs> impersonation. It's horrible. <laughs> oh, it's like, it's, it's, more, like, it's a lot more nasal. Yeah, I was going like, to say, uh, but it's, it's also more of a loungy version you're pulling off. It did. It really did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're so like, that's, you're that's like Frank Sinatra by way of Slick Rick <laughs> doing 99 Loud. <laughs> slick Sinatra. There we go. <laughs> Uh, anyway, having him do this as a rap, like a, a sped up rap, I think would be great. And it's storytelling, so it'd be, it'd be a perfect match for him. Hammond, do better. <laughs> okay. So, Your Honor, before I present my argument, I want to submit to you the song, uh, The Devil Went Up to Michigan by the KMC okay. Crew. Okay. They've taken a classic country song, sampled the piano, and then yeah. made their own little rap story about sure. how the devil went up to Michigan he was driving a, a Nissan truck convertible with a portable phone, and he <laughs> okay. it was a turntable of gold against your soul, um, and it, it, it works. So this is my this is presentation of evidence before I make my argument. The devil came up to Michigan. He was looking for a soul to steal. He had trouble in mind as he drove in a line. He was looking to make a deal. He had a brand new Nissan truck convertible with a portable. Okay. Farm. All right. I'm ready. With that in mind, with that evidence in place. Yeah. Yes. I present to you Eye in the Sky by Alan Parsons Project. <laughs> what? Get <laughs> out. The reason I say that is because there are lots of identifiable parts of that song that could easily be sampled. And could be easily turned into rap. And also, if you listen mm -hmm. to the lyrics of it, it's all about warnings. It's all about don't say yeah. words you're going to regret, which basically right. sounds like something that Slick Rick would have told you in the first place. <laughs> yes, in a very different context, but you're, you're exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> and the eye in the sky, it would add an entirely new eye to the sky. If he did sure. this. Well, because he's the ruler. He'd yeah. be ruling from the sky. Yeah. He's yeah. the world's greatest storyteller. I'm telling you, it's a stretch. Yes. Honestly, it's a stretch. I will not <laughs> deny the stretching. This is like Stretch Armstrong picking the song. The, the yeah. toy, not the band. <laughs> it's that big of a stretch. However, precedent is set by KMC crew that this kind of thing could be done. And he's talented enough work. to be able to pull it, it off. Yeah. It could totally work. I it rest might. my argument. Listen, I, uh, I'll, I'll allow it. Uh, sustained. <laughs> All right, let's get to our set list. This is our playlist. This is where we pick a few additional songs that can go along with the greatest hits to uh, to give you a rounded, well-rounded appreciation for the artist. And I, it's been a while since I've done this, but I had four songs. I didn't have a fifth and I didn't want to just, you know, shove something in there. I've got four tracks that, uh, that I've picked out for this. And I'm looking to see, I believe these are all, no, I did, I did put a Dougie Fresh in there. So good. Uh, number one for me is Mona Lisa. Well, it was one of those days. Not much to do. I was chilling downtown with my old school crew. I went into a store to buy a slice of pizza. I bumped into a girl. Her name was Mona. What? Mona Lisa. What? Mona Lisa. So many names you 
You know what I'm saying? So I say, excuse me there. My gosh, you look nice. This is from Great Adventures. And, and uh, I said this earlier, I'll say it again, but uh, I love rap songs that tell a story. Another good example is I Left My Wallet in El Segundo. Might be one of my favorite. Might be my favorite rap song of all time. I think um, actually you said that when we did the first ever rap cut episode. It w- I probably did. Yeah, I don't. I just don't know if we'd be able to. Well, we could easily do an entire episode on Tribe Called Quest. Oh yeah, easily. And maybe we should. Yeah, yeah, easy. But would I like anything in that library as much as I like? I left my wallet in El Segundo. I don't know if I. I don't know if I would. Whatever. This one was. This was just a fun story, and and I. I totally dug it. Plus, he, he slipped a little bit of a cover of Mona Lisa by uh, Nat King Cole in there as well. Number two, Come In From The Rain. This is from uh, Dougie Fresh's Gotta Do, uh, Doing What I Gotta Do album. It's got the Art of Noise moments and love sample. How could I not love it? How could I not be <laughs> torn away from whatever I was doing while I was listening to this to say, oh, I like this a lot. And I did. So, very cool. Woman, trying to grab the cab before it took off. The lights, and it was raining crazy hard that night. And there she stood, looking good. How did I know that I would play a part in this mental game? So I ran in the rain. Uh, back over to Slick Rick for uh, his Behind Bars album, A Love That's True, Part One. This one, more than more than other songs for me, evoked a very cool reggae dub vibe. So it kind of reminded me of a really polished UB40 uh, cover like they're, they're known to do. I'm, I don't know what the song is that they're sampling for that, but it's some sort of uh, classic reggae uh, song, which is great. Uh, finally, my fourth of four, Two Way Street from the storytelling, uh, the Art of Storytelling album. My hell had my girl, she was talking so nice, I felt bad. Being untrue, no telling what it might do to her. I love you. Forced I love to you. say I love you back too to her. Any thought of getting pussy was doomed to. You got a wife? Anniversary coming up soon too. Got off the phone, cop just got mute. Again, another Slick Rick one, but this is this is kind of the epitome for me of Slick Rick. It's uh, he's got these silky vocals over a really good catchy bass line, not one of the really repetitive bass lines like you find in a few of his albums, but a nice really smooth bass line. And so, really, really enjoyed this one, Two Way Street. Hammond, how about you? All right. Uh, my first one is Let's Get It from Dougie. It's a Dougie Fresh single from 2011. Come on. Now I want to see all y'all put your hands in the air right now. I want to see all the sexy people put your hands in the air. If you know you look good, I want you to put your hands in the air and wave them. Wave them. From side to side like this. From side to side. This is like the modern this. version of vintage Dougie Fresh. Plus, there's a Queen sample in there. Gotta, you gotta right. love that. Listen, uh, if you, you know, whether it's Art of Noise or Queen, you gotta appreciate a good sample and trying to figure out where it's from. Yeah, yeah. My second one is the original beatbox. This is an, another Dougie Fresh. And everybody crowd around while I count it off. One, two, three, party people, check this out. <laughs> 
Uh, Doug is a good rapper, but he's a revolutionary beatboxer. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. when you when you talk about people who kind of made it an art form and not just spitting on a microphone. <laughs> he yeah. he and the I think it's really down to him and the the Fat Boys. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> good. I was trying to think of who else would be on that list, but the fat there are boys, others. Absolutely. There are others, but the fat boys. Yeah, yeah, he and the he and the fat boys are the ones who made it commonplace and an art form that other people would then try to to make their own spins on. Yep, yep. My third one is the rulers back. Uh, this is from the Adventures of Slick Rick. Champions of truth, and if you feel you need spirit, I'll bring back your youth. Relax your mind and folks unwind and be kind to a rhythm that you hardly find. And off we go, let the trumpets blow. Well, hold on, because the driver of the mission is a pro. The ruler's back. This really feels like a time when rap was changing. Uh, the late 80s and into the early 90s presented a lot of evolution in how rap was being presented. Uh, hmm. And I feel like this album, this song kind of straddles that line mm-hmm. uh, really, really well because it had this feel of old 80s, older 80s rap, but it also felt like it was trying to kind of merge into a new era of performance styles. Well, I'm glad you picked this one because if you didn't, if you wouldn't have, this would have been my fifth because yeah. uh, this is a good, that's a great track. Yeah, it's a really good, it's a cool song. My fourth one is Behind Bars from Slick Rick. This gives a look into his world while he was in prison. I mean, it's very autobiographical yeah. and I feel like it's really kind of personal. Yeah. How do you think a rapper, uh, you know, with your background, knowing some of this, how do you think a rapper would get treated in prison? Like, would he be kind of more revered? Well, it depends on how much he told him. Like, he could have just been the dude mm. with the patch in his eye. He might not have. That's true. He yeah. might not, unless people really knew, but he might have just kind of kept it under wraps. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, everybody has their own way of surviving in this <laughs> under, situation. Under wraps, by the way. I did, <laughs> you know, I know it was an unintentional <laughs> pun, but it was great. <laughs> well, those are the ones that really, uh, those are the ones I'm really good at. <laughs> you are, yes. But, I mean, a lot of people... Everybody in the situation has their own yeah. way of surviving the situation. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's being very loud and having lots of bravado and kind of being the biggest dog on the on the yard. Mm-hmm. Other times people just kind of do their own thing and just try to keep their heads down and mind their own business. Uh, and I, I think, I don't know, I think I'd lean into it. If I was Slick Rick, I think I'd lean into it and say, hey, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, like I said, I've, I've, I've watched people who I thought would be huge braggers yeah. and really fill a room yeah. in that situation turn into quiet model uh, prisoners and citizens while they're there. I've watched other people who had no business being the loudmouth turn into the loudmouth. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I guess. I guess I could see that happening. So it's, it's, it's. It, it, it's interesting. I'd like that. That's an aspect of it I, as an interviewer. I would like to have a conversation with, but uh, I can't make assumptions on how he survived. Sure. Because everyone okay. has their own way of doing it. And even, even people who work there have different ways of surviving the situation. That so, you wouldn't expect. Yeah. 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 And my last one is Unify from the Art of Storytelling. Oh, 
Now put my verse on the first one. Beat the herds come, so be careful, come my rap will make you eat your words, son. Scratch I, who the hardest to match? I write, rewrite, you're still garbage to patch. I'm loose, shit the feds like the juice. Snoop Dogg is 121st proof. Fool, use a deuce, deuce, that's some genuine. Drank from genuine, like vintage wine and all that. And it's another good one. To prove that it's unifying, Slick Rick is definitely an East Coast rapper, and he's got Snoop Dogg guesting on this one. So he's unifying. <laughs> That's all the proof you need. <laughs> yeah. So I, it's it, he, again, he's working with the evolution of the art form, but he's also acknowledging that there's a there's a tide change in where people's ears are going. It's good. Good choices. Um, I think that's it. Anything uh, more about these two to close us out? I having listened to the the both catalogs now for for the week we did this. I have yeah. admiration for them as pioneers and as innovators in this genre of music. All right. Well, how's how's this next one for you? Uh, next week, we are doing Tom Morello, obviously, uh, Rage Against the Machine, but uh, apparently he's got a lot more stuff oh in other gosh. projects that we're going to be getting into. Oh, yeah, Tom, this- Tom is a man of many, many talents. Everything from Rage Against the Machine to currently playing with Bruce Springsteen. Oh, is he really? Oh, excellent. I'm looking forward to this week a lot. Yeah. Well, excellent. That is what we're going to be doing next week. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, email us soundographypodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter. We are at the soundography. Uh, our website is soundography.com. Right there, you're going to find a backup of all of our shows. I guess we call it an archive in the podcasting world. You can listen to every past episode, even read the show notes for each one, which includes links to buy the songs, a link to check out our playlists on Spotify and a way to support the show on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash soundography if you want to learn more about that. A lot of great stuff coming your way. Extra shows, extra audio content and Hammond and I every month review a music-related movie, either a documentary or a concert film or just a movie that's that's known for having some great music. And uh, we give that just to the patrons. Also, I've got some enamel pins getting sent out and um, and something else. Uh, so check that out, Soundography uh, on Patreon, patreon.com slash soundography. If you love the show, then review it. Put your review in a place where people will find it. Places like iTunes and Stitcher and uh, Spotify. Or uh, our website. Like that. Or our website. Yes, we love to, we love to get your feedback. And uh, we read every single piece of email that comes in, every comment, every uh, uh, correction. And we really do appreciate your feedback. So keep it coming. That is going to do it for Hammond and I. We will see you next time for Tom Morello. On behalf of Hammond Chamberlain, this is Brandon but saying thanks for listening. We'll see you next time right here on Soundography. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.